Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Now, what do most people do when they attempt to stop or control their drinking? Well, most people are going to resist alcohol. They're going to avoid certain people, certain situations, and really their whole life is going to be a struggle. They're going to feel miserable and most people feel as though they're missing out on something. And then what most people really do is they don't make any changes in their life. But if you ask me, this is the complete wrong approach. Stopping drinking is really the first step in building something awesome. So what I want to do for you in this video today is I actually want to explain exactly what you should focus on after you have stopped drinking. Now, it doesn't make a difference if you've already stopped or if you know you're a few weeks into the journey or if you've not stopped, this video is gonna change the game for you because by the end of this video, you're gonna be able to kind of zoom in onto your life and look at it and you're gonna see it on a macro level, right? You're gonna be able to see the big picture, you know, the big reasons why you stopped drinking, what it is that you're going towards. And then towards the end of the video, we're actually gonna go more granular. We're gonna look at the micro level. We're actually gonna discuss action plans for you to start improving things where you can actually start today. By the end of this video, you will have ideas, you will have things to do to start improving things to really build that awesome life without alcohol. The first thing that I've got to do is I want to explain how most people stop drinking. I want to explain the common way and some of the pitfalls that millions of people fall into, millions, and no doubt I fell into these pitfalls as well. And if you're watching this video and you're trying to stop drinking, I'm sorry to say it, but you probably have made these mistakes. So just bear with me. So what do most people do when they try to stop drinking, right? So people start in this scenario where they're, you know, they're drinking more than they want to, they're problem drinking, and they, you know, they want to get to a place where they stop drinking. So most people will do these kind of things. They're going to go to, you know, AA, they might try a bit of therapy, they're going to use willpower, they're going to resist, they're going to cut down. And that's usually the vehicle that people use when they want to stop drinking. And that's what I tried for 10 years because that's the only thing that I realized how to do. That's the only thing that I knew how to do because when I asked my parents, when I asked the doctor, when I asked my friends, that's what they tell me to do. Just cut down. Why don't you stop for 30 days? Maybe you're an alcoholic. You need to go to a meeting. Have you thought about visiting the past and looking at your childhood? This is the kind of stuff that we get told to do. No doubt that can work for a percentage of the population. Absolutely. You know, my mum's been to AA for 20 years. I've told you guys that a million times. You know, I did have success with willpower. I stopped for nine months, build a personal training business. People get results with this all of the time. But I wasn't looking for a short-term, you know, result. I was looking for a long-term result where I could get in control of the drinking. I could just kind of kick it out of my life and not worry about it anymore. But then I could go forward. That's what I was looking for. And these vehicles, for me, they didn't really align with what I really wanted. I didn't want to have to go to meetings forever and so on. Now, the problem is, is when people use these traditional methods to stop drinking is there is a key issue and it all lies in their perception. And what I mean by this is specifically these individuals' perception to alcohol. Now, somebody that goes to AA still sees alcohol as a good thing. That's why they have to give themselves up to God. Because if they saw it for what it was and they had no desire to drink it anymore because they could just see it so clearly, so vividly, they wouldn't need to ask God to help them get through the cravings, right? Because it's simply like a decision then. The same with willpower. You know, people that use willpower still put alcohol on a pedestal because they have to exert will to not drink it. 
They have to use their power, their willpower to say, no, I don't want it. You know, when their friend comes up to them, Leon, do you want a drink? No, I don't. And this is, you'll understand where I'm going with this because what most people don't focus on is the stuff that I'm going to cover in the video, right? What most people do is they get into this state of mind where they still perceive alcohol as a good thing. So almost in the back of their head, they know that it's going to be a fight. They know it's going to be hard. And sometimes they'll even know in the back, back, back of their head that one day they will drink again. They, will, they kind of know that one day they're just going to hit the bottle one more time and it's just game over. And what then happens is when you see alcohol as a good thing and you kind of have this kind of like pessimistic outlook where what you're doing isn't an awesome thing, it's a difficult thing, it's a hard thing, and, and you keep kind of, you're kind of stuck in this cycle of seeing it as a good thing, resisting, wishing that you were doing it. Well, the problem is, is that when you do all of this kind of stuff is, not, not always, but this was my experience, is that I was never excited. I was never excited. I was never thinking, I've just done the best thing that I could have done. I've just kicked it. Okay, occasionally I felt like that. Don't get me wrong. But I was never fully excited for the future. Because always in the back of my head, I was always kind of thinking, is this for real? You know, am I going to mess up one day? And yeah, sure. There were times when I was doing that, where I was feeling extremely confident and I was excited. But I know that a lot of the time I wasn't excited because I wasn't optimistic. I wasn't thinking to myself, you know, this is it. I'm done. I'm seriously done. I'm going to change my life forever. I never really thought that. So I had to break that down because that's what most people do. And that's the world that we live in. And this is the kind of stuff that we need to be very, very mindful of. We need to be able to, you know, see the people that are using these methods and not, not resent them, not criticize them, not be upset with them, but see their perception for what it is. And when people, you know, say to me, oh, I've, I've, I mean, I've maybe posted on Facebook before and people would say, this guy needs to go to a meeting. He's going to relapse, stuff like that. I'm thinking, well, that's your perception because of the way you see alcohol. Right? Because I don't see alcohol in the same way that people who go to AA see it or people that think that alcohol is a good thing. I don't see it that way anymore. Therefore, when I get these kind of comments, I've got to be like, wait a minute, what the hell are you talking about? Now, in the past, when I tried to stop drinking, you know, if I'd have been going to AA and bought into that philosophy and somebody then said to me, you know, you need to do step work, you're going to fail. I'd probably have gone like, whoa, maybe this person's right. But these days, you know, I've got very clear boundaries on, on the kind of information that I'll accept from drinkers. And, you know, I'm very, very quick to be in my own mind like, whoa, that person's crazy. So that's the first thing. Now, so then what should you do? What should you do once you've kind of decided that you are going to embark on this journey? Well, let's break that down. So it all starts on a macro level. And this is where I think everybody should start. It should, they should get into that state of mind where it's a done deal, right? They've applied first principles thinking, they've read the books, they've done the courses, whatever it took for them to get there. They've watched these videos. They're in a state of mind where it's like, I'm done, I'm finished. So what should come next? Well, for me, that really started with a vision. It really started with having a perfect ideal to go towards, right? So that's where it should start. Is, is you should start asking yourself this question, like, what is my dream? And so many people don't ask themselves this. So many people don't say, you know, my dream is to build my own business and create this awesome body and get into this great relationship. Most people, they just kind of live lives where they just exist. They just drift. But when you stop drinking, you're giving yourself permission to really just go for explosive personal growth. That's why I love, you know, being sober because I just gave myself permission to focus on what mattered to me. So this is where it all starts. It's defining the dream. It's getting it down on paper. It's really creating something awesome that you want to go towards. You know, when in, in 20, 30 years, where do you want to be? What kind of life do you want to have lived? You know, maybe right now you're in a scenario that you don't like. Maybe you're going to a job that you don't like. Maybe you don't love your business. Maybe you're working too much. Maybe you're not spending enough time with your family and your dream is that it's to 
create a business where you know you only work a few hours a week. I've got one friend in Chiang Mai, and he was a personal trainer, and uh, he's 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 had an amazing transformation. And not he, he didn't drink, but I just want to explain like the the importance of this. His dream was to create a business that required a couple of hours a day, you know, an hour in the morning, not even that sometimes, 30 minutes in the morning, where he did his work and he spends all day with his kids. And his business makes tons of money, but he knew exactly what he wanted. And obviously he didn't drink, so it's not like a, the, the, maybe the best example ever. But the point is, is that he knew what he wanted and then he just built it, right? And most people don't know what they want. So it really starts with defining the dream getting excited about the future, getting excited about your vision of what it is that you want. And you can do another great exercise, which is defining the perfect day. Like, so for example, my friend's perfect day was do a bit of work in the morning, spend all day with his kids, doing his training, doing that, and maybe a little bit of work at night. That's it, done. A few hours a day. That was his perfect day. And this can be a great exercise. Like, just imagine that you've got all the money in the world. You know, you've got all the influence that you'll need, all the skills that you'll need. And just define your perfect day. You know, what time would you be waking up? Where would you be waking up? What kind of place would you be living in? Who would you be waking up with? And this is a really fun exercise and you just kind of plan the perfect day. You know, maybe you'd be hanging out with your kids or maybe you'd be doing lots of sport, lots of activities. Maybe you would be just working all day on a business and, and really wanting to get that massive level of impact in the world. You've got to define what is the perfect ideal day for you. And it's a really fun exercise and this can give you some ideas of what kind of thing that you want to go towards. And then you could even get, you know, a little bit more well, kind of like less granular, like, so this is kind of like the vague, what is my dream? You know, what am I trying to do? Where am I going? Then you've got, you know, the perfect day, which is another awesome exercise. And then you can actually create like a five-year plan where you could start creating, you know, yearly goals and, and things that you want to do this year, then that year, then that year, then that year. And it's all about understanding what it is that you actually want on that macro level, right? And it's, it's, this is one of the hardest things that you will ever do is actually deciding, okay, this is what I want because we always get what we want, but most of us just don't know what we want. And I think that this is where, this is the real key of like, you know, stopping drinking is figuring out exactly what it is that you want. Like, so when I stopped drinking, you know, I thought that I wanted to get back in the gym as a personal trainer. I want to start making some money again. And I did that. And, you know, the first few months, that's what I did is I got back to the gym. I was self-employed. I was doing the personal training. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to be a successful personal trainer, maybe open my own gym, something like that. And then I realized like, is this really my dream? Do I want to be in a location dependent business, living in Oxford, living in this place? And I was like, no, I don't want that one bit. You know, I wanted to have an online business. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to go all over the world. I, I, you know, my dream was always to live in Thailand and I defined a new dream and that was it. You know, my perfect day was to wake up in a beautiful climate, you know, have a motorbike and I just had a different ideal. And that's what I went towards instead once I'd stopped drinking. But it all started with the ideas, right? It started with the vision and now it's all come true, which is really, really cool and kind of awesome to reflect on, but whatever. For you, what is, what is important is asking these big questions. Now, that's all well and good, right? You know, you might, you might have this in your head, but it's like, how do I actually get that? What do I actually do next? Well, I'm going to share an awesome exercise with you. I've shared this on the channel before, and it's actually something that we do in the Sober Clear program. But what you can actually do is you can start looking at the areas that are important to you on a micro level. So, you know, I've just kind of put like a few examples here that are obviously very popular. You know, it's like health, business, contribution, family life, spirituality, finances. There may be other things that are important to you, like charity work or anything like that. So, well, contribute. Well, anyway, you get the point. So the, what we do is, is we can start looking at things on a micro level. So the exercise that I want you to do is I want you to come up with some ideas and some areas that are important to you, right? So that might mean your health. It might mean your, your, your energy. It might mean your spirituality. All of these kind of things work. 
And then simply what you do is you look where you're at right now and you just rate them between one and 10. So it might be, you know, your health might be a seven, your business might be a, a nine, your contribution might be a four, your family might be a, a six. And you go through and you rate all of the different areas. And this is giving you like a snapshot of your life. You're kind of like zooming in on a micro level. You're, you're scanning all of the different departments and then you're kind of zooming into to one area and saying, okay, what's the number one focus right now? What's the most important thing for me to do for long-term, for my long-term vision, right? So if this is what you want, you zoom in and you realize, okay, here's what I've got to do. I've got to do this, 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 this. So, in, you know, in my personal life, uh, for me to kind of get my dream, which was to, you know, be able to work online and build an online business and do some kind of stuff. When I first moved to Asia, I had no skills. Sure, I wasn't drinking, but I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't know how to speak on camera. I didn't know how to make videos. So I started doing a lot of freelance work, which number one is it got me some money. But then the other thing is that I realized that it was doing it is it was teaching me really important skills. And I was doing like content creation, writing SEO blogs. I was making a YouTube channel for another company. I was doing like some freelance video work, editing a lot, giving lots of advice on YouTube. And I was building like this skill set that would see me for the next few years. And for me at that point in my life, that was my focus, right? I had no skills but I knew for me to get the dream is that's where I needed to put my energy into. So this exercise can be really good to identify those kind of things. Like now, one of my big focuses is business. It's still on business. It's, you know, creating content, helping people in the Sober Clear program. And I know that business and, and, and creating wealth and that kind of stuff is going to help me to achieve my dream. And it's, that's why, you know, creating value every day, that's like a big part of what I do, making videos, helping people for free, putting it out there, just really helping people because I know that the more that you give in life, the more that you get. So my goal every day is like wake up and think, how can I give today? What can I give today? So, you know, big thing for me is contribution. It, it, it's making these videos for free. It's putting them out there because I know that some people just resonate with what I say. I know that the more that I, the more that I put out there, some people are just like, that's the guy to help me. I want to stop drinking. I kind of want to get some similar results. I want to start fixing up my work, my health, whatever. And that's the guy to help me. And I know that the more videos that I make, the, the better that my business is, the, the more that it grows. So Big thing for me at the moment is contribution. So you, what you can do is you can zoom in on these micro levels and start looking at what's important for you to achieve the long-term vision. Now, I know this video, it's, it's very difficult to do this kind of stuff. So you might want to hire a coach, right? You might want to find some kind of life coach, some kind of service out there that can help you really think these things through because it's not easy, right? This stuff takes time, it takes work, it takes introspection, but it's one of the most valuable things that you will ever do on your journey to not drinking, Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.